Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to episode five of the One by One podcast. Five! That's like halfway to 10. That's like a quarter of the way to 20. (laughs) By the way, I am your host, Corinne Chen. This episode is I'm so excited to talk about the topic. We are about midway through February, and I'm not going to lie, my ass is being handed to me by these first few weeks of 2022. Um, I've been able to work on some really great projects, doing some really good work, met some new clients who are just awesome people. But you know what? I'm tired, and I have to be better at admitting that to myself because I'll be the first to say I have a hard time taking days off or justifying days off in my brain. And that's something my therapist and I are trying to work through. Um, There's a lot of perfectionism and imposter syndrome that can fuel guilt and shame uh, when I'm taking days off, especially as someone who's self-employed. You know, I'm shouldering a lot of pressure and a lot of burdens of having to make a living off of this. Um, I can't just take a day off and know that a big team is covering for me. I'm kind of doing everything for the most part on my own. Um, I do have some wonderful people that help me, but it's still a lot. And I have to be okay with recognizing that. So one of the reasons I know that I'm starting to spiral into burnout and I'm trying not to get to the point of absolute burnout to give myself a break. The reason I know that is there are a few really telltale symptoms that I've discovered over the years that happen uh, as I'm heading towards this peak in anxiety and exhaustion. Um, So the first thing is I get really forgetful, which is so embarrassing um, because I'll forget things like keys or credit cards or I'll like lose stuff and, and leave it somewhere. And I'm not proud of it, but it happens. And when it does happen, I'm like, okay, your girl's starting to get burnt out. There's been a lot going on. I need a break. I need to give my brain some rest. And the second thing is when I start experiencing difficulty with falling asleep, which we'll talk about in depth today, um, I personally can spend hours at night ruminating. I can run through every single event that happened in the day that's going to happen tomorrow, that happened 20 years ago. (laughs) It's not productive in any sense, but it's something that gives me, I guess, a sense of control or um, an illusion of control. And so, yeah, that's what I'll end up doing. And lately I found myself doing that more and more and more, having difficulty falling asleep. So that's how I know I need to start dealing with my anxiety, my mental health, and take it more seriously. What I am proud of is I'm starting to catch these things much sooner. So, you know, in the past, I once I start realizing, oh, I'm being very forgetful or I haven't really slept well in three to four weeks, oh, well. So I'm going to keep packing my schedule full of things to do. And this time around, I'm saying, nah, we're not going to get to that point. I'm going to give myself a whopping day and a half off next week. That's right. You heard it here first. I'm taking one full day and then a half day off. This is my first time doing that in the last six months. So um, it's an improvement. We'll take it for now. I would like for it to be much better in the future, but this is a step towards the right direction. And that's what this podcast is called. One by one, one step at a freaking time. Okay. So uh, one thing I want you to know about if you're having difficulty falling asleep is 
When most people consult their doctors about poor sleep, melatonin is one of the first supplementations that's recommended to them. Um, And this is an over-the-counter supplement, so there's no need for a prescription. And so today, the one step I want you to take towards optimal health, feeling better mentally and physically, is to wean yourself off of melatonin as a supplement and train your body to naturally produce more melatonin. And if you're not even taking melatonin right now, just pay attention to the part where I tell you how to produce more melatonin naturally because that is so freaking vital for every single person on planet Earth. Uh, It's part of your circadian rhythm. It's part of protecting your nervous system and your brain. It's part of helping your body physically and mentally recover. Before I get into all of that, hold your horses, Corinne. What the hell is melatonin even? So in your body, melatonin is a hormone or chemical messenger that is responsible for helping you relax and unwind leading up to bedtime. Melatonin kind of prepares the rest of your body for deep, restful sleep. And here's the deal. Melatonin supplement is a pretty terrible plan A for insomnia or difficulty falling asleep in relation to stress or anxiety because it's not meant for long-term use. It's actually a short-term supplement solution. So like when you're jet-lagged or if you're preparing for something really scary um, that has a definitive deadline, like for example, a surgery, um, sometimes doctors will recommend melatonin as like a short-term strategy to combating difficulty falling asleep. But when you're an anxious person going through an episode of soaring anxiety or when you're burnt out at a job that just isn't going to let up anytime soon, melatonin is not ideal for you. It's Long-term use effects are very poorly researched, and anecdotally, many people have reported that they need increased doses over time and they become dependent on it. So your body, according to very, very preliminary studies, there is a possibility that your body will stop producing melatonin on its own and become dependent on the supplementation forms of it. Um, however, I do want you to take that with a grain of salt because this is not formal research. It's just anecdotes, but the fact stands, there's not a ton of research done on long-term melatonin use. So for that reason, in general, any supplement that isn't well-researched for long-term use isn't a great sleep strategy since you have to sleep every day for the rest of your life. So you kind of need a great long-term strategy, don't you? Melatonin production is controlled by both an endogenous clock that's in your body. It's called the circadian rhythm. And it's also very much controlled by environmental light. That's right. Like light, as in like sunlight, lamplight, all of that. Um, So after the sun sets, our bodies are supposed to detect less light, which enables melatonin production to ramp up. And here's a quick overview on how melatonin is made. So our bodies take a protein building block called tryptophan, right? Tryptophan is an amino acid. This building block has to come from our diet. Our bodies cannot make it. Take that in. And that means you have to consume it in foods like turkey is very high in tryptophan. That's why after eating a big turkey dinner, you know, at Thanksgiving or Christmas, we get that kind of uh, cartoonish trope of grandpa falling asleep on the couch because he ate too much turkey. It's because there's a lot of tryptophan in turkey. 
And then in addition to that, you can also find it in a lot of dairy products like yogurts and cheeses, as well as oats and raw nuts and seeds contain tryptophan as well. In daylight, our bodies take tryptophan and we turn it into something called serotonin, which is this neurotransmitter that helps you feel good. It can help regulate happiness, anxiety. Low levels of serotonin have actually been associated with depression. So we want a pretty normal level of serotonin. Too much is also not good, but we want it in that sweet spot. So during the day, our bodies take tryptophan and we turn it into this neurotransmitter that helps you feel happy and good. And then once the sun sets and light exposure becomes very low, your body converts more and more serotonin into melatonin to start preparing you for a good night's sleep. And then throughout the night, melatonin levels will peak and slowly come down, and then you kind of start the next day all over again with tryptophan into serotonin and then into melatonin again. So here's the thing. There are two major disruptions that people run into with their natural circadian rhythm that we just talked about here. Number one, some people are not paying attention to their diet. They're skipping out on healthy whole foods that contain tryptophan. So if you're not eating your whole grains, if you're not eating enough protein, especially things like, you know, turkey or yogurt, then yeah, you're going to miss out on some tryptophan intake. And number two, Most people, most people listening to this podcast are staring at devices and screens that emit blue light at nighttime. So for your brain, this is not going to be signaling low enough light levels for optimal melatonin conversion. And now that you know, really the step you can take towards better sleep is obviously to eat more of the foods that contain tryptophan, but also turn off your phone. Dim your lights as soon as possible after the sun sets. Now, I live in Toronto, so I can already hear other Canadians protesting, you know, in the wintertime. The sun sets at freaking 4 p.m., which is so brutal. So instead of shutting off all light sources and living in complete darkness for most of your winter season, a good compromise or a good place to start is to put your phones and your devices away 30 minutes to an hour prior to bed. That's much better than falling asleep to Netflix or scrolling through TikTok right up to bed. And over a week or so of consistently doing this, you'll notice your sleep will will improve because your circadian rhythm is starting to get back on track. The key and the biggest obstacle to this is consistency. So entertainment from social media is incredibly addictive, but, you know, I have to say if it's important for you to get some rest and if your stress levels or your anxiety levels or your, how prone to anxiety you are, isn't really going away, then you need to consider incorporating this into your lifestyle, into your pre-bed routine. Even if you fall off, that's okay. Give yourself some grace. Keep coming back to this little habit. Your brain, your nervous system, your whole body will be so thankful for the restful sleep that you are empowering it with. And you know what? That's all for today. Um, That's really all is just try to put your phone away as soon as possible. And um, all I have to say is you're wonderful. All right. Bye for now.